Welcome to 10th Street Hooligans. I'm your host, John Dunning, and I'm here with all of my panel of hosts, uh, save for one uh, hooligan tonight. Uh, let's take quick bets on who that is. Ah, no, let's just get into the show. We have... Oh, I did that backwards. Now I'm playing our, our intro song. Sweet. <laughs> all right, we have Johnny the Producer, PK, and the Coach... Welcome, 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 welcome. Hi. How do? What's up? We have so much to get to tonight. So much. We're basically, for better or worse, previewing two different sets, even though they kind of feel samey like one set, but it's just like one big-ass set, but some of it you can play with, some of it you can't even play with. Some of it was so good it was banned right out of the gate. More on that later. Uh, so let's just go around the horn real quick. Uh, let's, let's get the what's really important out of the way. I am drinking, uh, I'm going to go first tonight, folks. I'm drinking a Space Danger because, guess what? It has a dino on it. It's from Fremont. It's a 7%er uh, IPA from Seattle, Washington. I'm already three fingers of whiskey in, uh, so this is going to be a nice sidecar to that. Uh, Johnny, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a, a Daily Dose IPA from Otter Creek Brewing Company because nice. that's what's in my fridge. Is it Vermontian? There it is. It's everything's Vermontian out here. Everything's Vermontian. PK. Oh, I'm just, I'm drinking mint tea tonight. Oh, no. Did you what? go outside with Sans mask? What happened? No, I had, I had wine earlier this afternoon. Oh, right, yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, day drinking, nice. I made Mr. Kitten sit out on the back porch with me and eat a charcuterie board and drink wine. So now I'm just drinking tea. You are just living <laughs> your best apocalyptic life. Uh, Doing coach, it. Yep. You got the uh, Moscow Mule Cup. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all no. you need to know. All right. Well, uh, Lahayim, uh, to your to your tea and cups. Johnny, I think we're the only ones really drinking. That's fine. You sure about that? No, we're never sure. We're just making assumptions. Um <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look Ass like anyone's with sense. us yet, but that's okay. Uh, people will catch up. So, uh, yeah, well, real quick, just to tell you that this fantastic show, the number one magic live show with the four hosts that you see in front of you, we're number one in the community, uh, you know, with, <laughs> with this specific people. Uh, yeah. You know, phrasing in context is everything. Uh, is brought to you by CardsHere.com. You know, CardsHere.com is simply the very best place to buy, sell, and trade your paper magic gathering uh, cards. Uh, and I just want to say that I have been really, uh, I, I've got, I've been bitten by the, you know, the shark, dinosaur, turtle, basilisk, whatever, lately, uh, and I have had the hair. It's, it's far back up my bottom, and I'm buying a lot, and cards here is just Ooh. freaking awesome. Um, yeah. I, I got an entire – upcoming on our next episode, I think, we're going to be playing uh, Paper, Mad, Paper Commander again. And that deck, my deck specifically, is not only paid for by uh, the patrons of the They Said We Said YouTube channel, but – uh, I got it on the cheap for under 50 bucks from Cardsphere. Mm -hmm. And it was, I got all the cards uh, probably within two weeks. I didn't order them all at once. Uh, but, you know, even in the Corona Apocalypse, it, it 
everything showed up uh, in very nice condition. Uh, or if and it wasn't fast that, too. Yeah, and they messaged you... me before. They're just like, hey, yeah. I know you wanted this kind of condition. And I'm like, no, I don't care. It could be in half. I'm putting it in a commander deck. Uh, I just <laughs> didn't know how to set up my thing right, my once list right. Uh, but it was yeah. actually awesome. And it all showed up and I it's sleeved up, ready to go. And I'm ready to stomp these fools. So uh, thank you. Uh, just Cards Fear for not only uh, paying us to do this, but for just supplying a fantastic <laughs> service. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Still, still waiting for uh, Ted to sponsor me. <laughs> and if you get our own person to sponsor me individually, come on, Ted. You know, Coach, you only have like a video that has like three hundred twenty-three thousand views on it. You know, maybe, maybe you need something with like four. I still want, I still want love too. <laughs> Your one video has more views than my entire channel in its existence. So. Oh, it does. No, it. Does it really? No, it doesn't. Yeah. Probably okay. the rest of all of us put together uh, yeah, in all absolutely. of our existences. No. Not that's, even maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I call bullshit. I don't even know if I have a YouTube channel anymore. You're kind of a big deal, Coach. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But, um, all right. Uh, looks like people are starting to show up. Uh, so let's get, hey. let's get into it. Hey. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so I... Hopefully, people will tell us uh, if we are uh, we sound okay. Um, I Echoes and loops. We we did do Echo. some uh, some pre tests as far as audio goes, so hopefully those were for not or those weren't for not. See, I'm already been drinking. <laughs> those were so not so naughty. So <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so first off, let's let's. I want to do a quick follow up before we jump into the actual cards, because I think the last uh, conversation episode that we all had, I think it was the same folk. No, I think uh, Zuby was actually on. I think Coach, you sat out. Um, so this would be, you know, I, I'd like to hear your take on it, anyways. And we were talking about how what's going on right now in the world has affected just Magic the Gathering in general. And one of the things what what we were talking about was, you know, should they pause releasing Ikoria or should they, uh, you know, put some extra incentive? And I think uh, they actually, you know, they rolled out something on, um, they had like Mark Rosewater and Blake Rasmussen and all them, and, and they kind of juiced up what they're, what they're going to do as far as uh, pre incentivizing pre-orders but pre-orders to your LGS. So I, I, you know, is this enough? So, so basically I want to tell you all, like I said, this is a, this is a follow-up to, to what we were speculating on. And then I want to, you know, after you know what it is, I want to know your opinions on if that, if you feel like that's enough. So if you pre-order Ikoria, um, a box from your LGS, you not only get the box topper, which is that special edition Godzilla, but you also get one random, uh, kaiju uh, shifted uh, other monster. So one of the other monsters from my core, legendary monsters. Actually, I don't even think it has to be legendary monster because I think like the uh, Mothra is like a, one of the normal, uh, you know, moth creatures or whatever. But it's it has this like dressing on it and it's super cool. It's like artwork. It's it's the artwork like if they were in a movie, like you see airplanes and tanks and stuff. So it's kind of out of the magic lore, but it's, you know, mm. it's, it's Godzilla. It, it, they made them, the, the art's very cinematic. Um, so you get that, you get those two cards and you also get an arena bundle uh, with, I think like something Sarah Avatar, you get like uh, mm -hmm. a trophy and then you also get 
uh, mana vault sleeves. So you get all this bundle, and it's only if you you pre-order it from your LGS. So they are definitely doing something. It's not what I what I speculated they would do, or I think any of us kind of speculated they would do, but it is something. And, and Coach, I want to start with you. Do you think that this is enough to... Do you think that Watsy did enough, and do you think that this is enough for people to still want to pre-order boxes of Ikoria, even though you can't really play it anywhere right now? I would say yes. I think it would be. I think it's enough. Um, Just the, I mean, Watsy really doesn't have to do anything. Sure. Really, for the most part. They're a private business. They could do whatever they want, but... This is kind of giving some service to like with the situation that we're in, them being a considered non-essential business, but throwing all this extra stuff on. Yeah, I think it's I think it's more than enough, really. Um, what do y'all What is y'all's take on it? I, I think I think personally, it's it's fine. PK, did they push back the Are they pushing back the release date for the paper product? I they are right. I don't see that. I don't have handy on me um, as far as that goes. I, I'm not sure if they are pushing back the actual release. I know that they uh, on that video uh, with Blake and all them. They he was just heavily um, promoting pre-ordering because it's gonna be mm-hmm. this is gonna be a pain to get internationally. Certain places, certain countries are gonna have a hell of a time just with that, how everything's going on. Um, so mm-hmm. like international shipping and stuff to certain places is just non-existent. So to help out some of these uh, problems and issues, that's why he's just like, you should pre-order this as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting that they're giving away like arena products as incentives. Sure. I mean, I guess they're doing the special, they're doing the box topper, which is that so is that different from the buy a box promo that you normally get so you're so or is that what it is well the buy a box promo is gonna be that uh, i think it's godzilla king of the monsters and then they're gonna throw in an extra oh okay yeah an extra one of those uh monster shifted uh godzilla monsters yeah yeah i i think it's i think it's good i think it's enough i mean most people, majority of people play arena at this point. And so I think giving them the arena stuff is probably pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think most people will be, you either have it, that's fine. They'll use it. Or if you don't play arena, it won't make any difference because you'll still get the extra box top or whatever. Right. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. And just like Coach said, like they could do nothing. Sure. So I think... I think it's pretty good. Johnny, round us out. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll round it out, but yeah. <laughs> I think I think this is um. I don't know. As long as they keep doing it, it's one. If it's just some reaction to the to the quarantine issues that we have going on globally, and it's just some kind of way that they they're like it's a one off just to try and keep the the LGS afloat, then. I don't, I don't see a use for it. But if it keeps going, if this becomes a norm, mm. then that's good. There, and as this is something that that prominent members in content creation have been screaming about for years at this point. The fact that is it years has Arena been around that long enough to say plural years? Like, I, I don't know. 
Yeah, 2018. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. year yearish. It's a, it's been over a year, and there's been multiple people, prominent members of content creation, talking about why on earth don't they have a mixing? Why aren't they doing what Pokemon did? And now mm-hmm. they're doing it, and that's great. Mm-hmm. You got to keep doing it. Don't, mm-hmm. don't make don't make something good and then stop making it because someone at an office somewhere at Hasbro said no that that's not working. I was like, no, it is. Remember those gift boxes when they finally, finally got it right and they stopped, you know, the nice ones, like the three, three little rows and it was like made, made it out of solid cardboard. Yeah. No, they need to keep doing this and they need to incentivize local game stores. And I hope this is part of Wizards of the Coast looking at the numbers and realizing, oh, that's right. Commander's popular because people go and play at their local game stores because they like to sit at a table with people. Yeah. And I, I really I really hope that's what mess the message that got through to them. They decided, hey, we should do this thing, and they keep doing the thing. So as long as it keeps going, I'm happy. But if they just like some flippant kind of whatever one off, then it it's, it was just it was a waste. That's how I feel about it. I think the answer is in the middle. I think it's the initial reason for it is uh, is reaction to what's going on. Is to help mm-hmm. out sales. Is to put a little bit of juice into that. I, I think that's definitely uh, why. I think it's a symptom of of the times. However, I think that there's no reason why they can't stop. Like you said, it, it's all going to be. I think ultimately judged uh, with what they do here on out. And I think that it's a good opportunity to continue something nice and a little extra for uh your lgs you know that's where people are playing your product so it's nice to see that they're finally um hooking it up that way but i again i i I think that if we if this was just normal icoria releasing or whatever this would just you would just be getting a buy a box promo it would just be uh Mm -hmm. you know king of the monsters and that's it and it would just be status quo so uh i you know it's kind of disappointing that it took something like this uh but i definitely think that's why and uh but i am you know i am happy and i and i do think that it's enough and like you know coach and and pk you both stated that they could have done nothing um it would have been it would have been kind of shitty and i think it would have just been uh i I think it would have been kind of kind of a missed opportunity because it's it's getting you excited about uh, coming back, this is such a flashy set. It's getting you mm-hmm. excited about putting money onto something that you're not going to be able to play right away, right out of the box. So you're going to have to kind of curb your enthusiasm for a while. But it's also helping you in the interim with with arena, you know, bling. So I think mm-hmm. that it was a very smart idea. Uh, all right, so yeah, that's that. Moving on, uh, let's just get into <laughs> what has been. A a spoiler season. We'll just say that it's been a spoiler season, uh, lady and gentlemen. Uh, this, yeah, <laughs> it's like I sometimes. And I wanna, we're like yeah. we're like what halfway through? <laughs> exactly. I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It feels like we've been in a spoiler season for like a year now, and it's like sometimes I just want to like turn on my phone and just be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like I, it's just so. <laughs> much and it's, it feels like this spoiler season is screaming in my face and it's not yeah. like it's bad it's it's a little ridiculous but uh you know this we'll we'll get into the actual set itself um but it's just like 
every five minutes I'm looking at my phone and it's another five, you know, cat snakes. Mm -hmm. You know, this is just like, oh my God, it's just, it's never ending. And it never, and it's not like, this is like the Mark Rosewater be damned set. This was like when they came up with New World Order back in the day, when they're like, we're going to make this, you know, magic approachable for new players. I want to see a new player sit down and play Ikoria. Yeah. Because they're mm -hmm. not going to know what the hell's going on. Like bef before, and Coach, you remember this in sets before, they always said like, if a plus one, plus one theme of your, if that's the theme of your set, you we will never put minus one, minus one counters in that set. Because just those two things are very confusing for newer players. Now everyone's got depth time. Touch life link counters. You got cards on top mm. of cards. Like what the yeah. line counters? They, they they should come back with like uh to me. And this is just a personal bias. They should they should come back out with like those beginner sets like Portal. Sure. And like uh, the the what was it the two thousand one decks and all that stuff. I mean that those are like and port like Portal cards now. Like some of them are like ridiculous, like expensive. Um, like what was it? Imperial Seal from Three Kingdoms. Mm -hmm. That, which is like worse off than like some of the tutor cards, um, some of the black tutor cards, and it's the most expensive. Um, they should, but they should definitely bring like beginner sets and just. And not only is it like a, uh, it extends the collection potential collection for us, but it gets new people involved, new artwork, new people. Um, you don't even have to make the set that big, really. Um, mm -hmm. You can make it like just creatures and maybe like sorceries, and then extend that set to where you then add like instants and take the sorceries out, and then just like connect the dots. I mean, it's man, if if they would just if Watsi would just give me give me like okay, you got to build a hundred and twenty five or a hundred fifty card set maybe maybe even just a hundred like a starter set i'd do it uh, and i know the i know a really good approach to do this so yeah it's like they gave us back the uh, core sets but then they then this sets us like i mean i've been playing this thing since i've been 12 years old you know that was that's a long long time ago folks and uh <laughs> We and I'm like confound. I'm like mutate. So you put which card on top, and what happens in the what what, and they're always yeah. messing with the card frames now. And it's just like I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe like the new kids are getting it because that's all they know. But like for someone that's played with like Sliver Queen and Standard, I'm like, what am I looking at? Yeah, and and the cards that have like two different names, but they're the same card, the same creature, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I'm terrified to play this set ever. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try not to. <laughs> should we should we, should, should we all just say fuck this it and play might, humans? This set might just break standard like Yeah, yeah it's wild. It, it's it's crazy. I think this set is hilarious. <laughs> it's just big ass creep uh, which is which is this the is whole the point of the plane. Sure. Yeah. Big ass creatures. This is the ultimate. Let's face it. This is the ultimate Timmy set. This is basically, yeah. you know, we joked. We joked last fall about how, oh boy, twenty twenty is going to be Commander the Gathering. No, it's Commander the Gathering. Yeah. This mm. is freaking hilarious. This is a Timmy They've set, got, but you have to have a Harvard, you know, d degree. Like this is. I I don't know. Maybe that's just Timmy. me. 
being an old fart and seeing all the different mechanics over the years and being like, this is fine. I'm not worried about this. I think there's enough cards explaining the mechanics. If you read the card to explain the card, as sure. Tayback would put it, I think that's, I think it's fine. I love mutate. I think that's basically the aggro players boggles. It's perfect. I love it. <laughs> it's just too Wait, funny. Why? Tell I me, think, tell I me think why. Just... Well, all right. So, Mutate is basically you don't have to add enchantments to your deck to get like this this Bogles type effect. Now Bogles ramps up one creature to become this gigantic hexproof, can't be messed with kind of slippery Bogle. Now you but, can two for one with your own creatures. Yeah, so you, you that's the that's the risk. You run the two for one, two for one risk. But I mean, when you're talking about people wanting cool interactions and still being able to like we've, you look at the magic sets over the last couple of years and they've been slowly drifting towards combat oriented type stuff sure. making creatures more valid or viable as you know as the thing you want to do so mutate is a perfect set of that i my personal favorite is snapdax the siege kitty like that's like that's siege rhino and a flame tongue cough who met up at a ecstasy lace rave and <laughs> that's what you got <laughs> Been Seriously, you, oh no, like, let's face it, like, Snapdax has an effect very similar to what Siege Rhino does, except you're going to Flame Tongue Cobb to zap a creature or a Planeswalker, and then once it's on the field, you've got a deck full of mutations, and you just keep mutating and doing four damage on the full field and, you know, beating face. It's hilarious. I love it. Um, I'm getting I think, to that. I'm getting to the, the pictures, folks, uh, right now. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I understand that some of this might be complex, but bringing back something like cycling and standard, they did it back in Amonkhet. All right, good on them. They brought it back now. I love cycling cards. I think that's great. I think that's an easy enough mechanic to be like, hey, this card might be expensive right now, so just cycle it in and draw into something good. If, you know, I think that's great for something like draft. At least, you know, I'm not a drafter, so I'm, I'm not really up on that, but. I like I like what they did with the set. I think it's hilarious with all the creature combinations. People can laugh about this. It's like just a touch of unset in a standard legal world. You know, to right? me, if they're if they're gonna emphasize creatures, they should go the route of legions and make it a creature only set. Yeah, the With all these crazy ass mechanics, yeah, make it a creature only set and have fun with that. And then you gotta use. And then you gotta use instants and sorceries and enchantments from other standard sets to go along with this one. And they've done it before. So that would be an interesting idea. But who listens to me? Nobody. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's just... I, I, so, you know, you're, you're our greenest uh, player, PK. So, like I said, it, you know, for, for someone as old as I am that's been playing this for as long as I have... I'm confounded by this. So what? What really are you? Are you worried about keeping track of so much of the of the stuff, or like what? What's like? Absolutely. Okay. I feel way too stupid to play this set. Like I do. To be fair, I feel too. like I feel like maybe I can play a deck that I've built and play it okay-ish, but like trying to remember what else might be coming from my opponent, even just in a draft, like just a draft, like with just this set, like I just, there's no way. 
Every time my opponent plays a card, I'm definitely going to be like, what is that? I don't know what it does. What's yeah. happening right now? Did you now? play that for your mutate cost? Yeah. Right. And I mean, I feel that way a little bit when every new set comes out. But this one, I just honestly feel like I don't even want to try because Damn. there's so much. It's scary. I, I'm, I'm. And there's so I, many monsters, but there's kitties. Just, there's a lot of cats. There's a lot. It yeah. just seems like there's just so many, so much room for error. Like it's just gonna be like, oh, uh, you, even like I, I could see this at like a pro tour or something. Like some some pro like playing a, a like you said a snapdax or something, and then they mutate it, and then they accidentally put it over instead of under because that's where they've been putting it. You know their auras yeah. for their entire life or something, and it's gonna cause like some monumental feel bads and it's just i don't know like it, it's just way too cute like how how are you gonna mutate like on a on a token what if you're using dice as a token and you want to put your mutate card on top, of the, on top of the dice and it's just like no. you can't do that well i mean you, you'll have to yeah. you'll have to like you're gonna either have to get creative get those like dry erase tokens you can scribble on the token real quick or go out of your way to get the legit tokens you need for the token tokens to make sure you have the tokens to put on the tokens so it has flying or manners <laughs> or you know it's a token world <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's so it's much it's so much i have been enjoying the art though for real? at least yeah. i can say that about it it's really interesting a lot of the art i like the alternate arts mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. There's some cute stuff, and there's some weird stuff. It's the most cinematic. It's the most cinematic, <laughs> but also the most cinematic set that we've ever had. Besides mm -hmm. just beating you over the head with Godzilla, like like Coach said, we have right? Jaws, we have King Kong in the set, we have uh, Shark freaking NATO, Shark NATO, Jesus, NATO. It's yeah. Just... Did you say King Kong? Yeah, you did. Yeah, we King have Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they're referencing Park. everything. And There's even like for the deep cut, like, Tiger uh, King. Yeah, Tiger King. <laughs> oh God! For the deep cut, like film nerd like me, like this feels like uh, Alex Garland, like Annihilation, where all of the the things in this specific little like zone were mutating. So I'm like, oh cool, I get to make a, uh, you know, Annihilation themed, you know, a movie that no one saw but me. Uh, Jack. <laughs> But it's just Apparently. like, but, but that's tickling my kink, you know? Like, everyone has, uh, you know, stuff to, mm -hmm. to look forward to, like, flavor-wise. Some of it, uh, and I'm going to go back to the multi-window real quick, like, Grim Dancer, it, like, uh, and Coach, doesn't this look like the art from, um, it looks like it's from New Phyrexia. Like, it would look like it was from... What, what, was, the, uh, what was the card called? Grim Dancer, it's black. Okay, yeah, I see it. Most what of is it, yeah, I, oh, yeah, I kind of... Doesn't oh it? god! Insatiable hemophage like looks like a looks like a species. Um, Nightmare is a huge thing, and there's no Ashiok. So you know, as much as mm -hmm. we can say there's there's good flavor, uh, but there you know, it's kind of some flavor fails too. Like this cavern whisper looks Random. really cool. Um, I I, just, I don't know. There's so it's it's the spaghetti set. Like they just threw so much <laughs> spaghetti at the wall, and just too much of it stuck. And it's, and it's, you know what's sad? It's Dicky probably going to work. What's it that? probably I, work somehow. It's going to just, I think, I, I'm just, I think it's hilarious. I'm just, honest to God, I think the set is just too much fun to just look at yeah. and be like, 
Is that complicated? Yeah, sure, but there's a flying nightmare squirrel <laughs> that wants to eat your face. <laughs> and that's yeah. a common. That's great. I love it. Mythos of Nathori. It's seriously the opening scene from M. Night Shyamalan, Lady in the Water. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Fuck you, wizard. Like, you totally knew what you were doing. And then, mm. you know, right here, Unbreakable Bonds, like this little girl and her, and her giant, uh, you know, squirrel warrior. It's, it looks like Rocket Raccoon, like, licking her head. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, it's, it's wild. wild. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about individual cards. Any cards jump out at you guys that uh, you want me to flip through? Uh, I'll, I got one. Yeah. Which I, which I think is simple, but I do like the artwork on it. Um, it's the... Orzov colored generals enforcer. Ooh. Legendary humans you control have indestructible and two white and black exile target card from a graveyard. If it was a creature card, it gets a one-one human soldier. And it's a two-three. And it's it's simple, but I like the artwork. It it looks like a mix of like I don't know. It kind of reminds me of uh, what was it the 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 Urukai from like Lord of the Rings yeah. mixed in with like. Sure. Like uh, mm. a, a typical D and D fighter character, yeah. But that that just stuck out. It was just like, wow, this looks like a cool card. And I mean, it's like you and making a humans deck. This would definitely go in a humans deck or a human soldiers deck. Hell yeah! To where you could make it like slivers. Like humans have indestructible. Humans have plus one plus one. Humans have this this and this. Yep. So that'd be a good card to throw in. Yep. I have to say that I don't I don't really love how they've the coloring they've used in this set. Like on this card, for example, it's an Orzov card, but like this guy is clad in green and black. And I feel like typically they try to keep the color scheme of the art matching. Sure. And I don't like even with the general himself, General Kudro. Like, I just feel like he doesn't look Orzavi to me. He just looks tired. He looks like a very old <laughs> man. He is, like, kind of too old for this shit. Though. Well, but, mo but most humans are, in most of the magic lore, are like, like, humans are mostly white-based. There are there are humans that will go, like, to the other spectrums. Mm -hmm. Like, wizards, like, humans that will go, wizards will go, like, blue uh, or, like, people who will go, like, the necromancy path will be, like, black. But most humans start off as, like, a white base color for the most part. So him being a human would take on that that whitest role. And then him being donned in, like, black armor, having that crazy-ass face on, I mean, that could tendency toward, like, more evilish or more, like, yeah. like mm -hmm. we're just going to kill everything. That would be, like, the black intensive. But you can make an argument for, like, like some of the other colors, too. But I, that's what I see. I mean, you have the White City, and you have basically like one of the tiers of Gondor in the background. Yeah, mixed with uh, like yeah. him Giant and Orc. Ballista, right? Or ballista? Yeah, yeah. like massive mm -hmm. mega ballista. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I think what you know, even though the artwork kind of seems like it's breaking from what you'd expect from the card colors, it's like a two colored card. I think what we're seeing here is you've got this is you know we didn't return to cons. Icoria has become our wedge set. You know, this is where we've got. Yeah, you see, General Kudro is is black white, but it's an Abzan. I'm guessing this is an Abzan commander, so he's got the emeralds on the shoulder and all the green crystals kicking around. So you've got mm -hmm. that Abzan feel. So you've got that white, black, green 
um, right next to him, you got Chaville Bane of Monsters, uh, straight up green black, but there's a lot of blue in the artwork, and I'm going to guess that's in Sultai. So, you know, the, I think the color combinations you're seeing are, are going to be alluding to what the what wedge combination they're actually affiliated with. So I, I, just looking at some of these human commanders down here, for you know, I'm looking at Mythic Spoiler, that's mm -hmm. what I'm seeing. Uh, Riley, Riley, the and Everwise, um, she's clearly Jeskai because there's a lot of white in the background. You've got the red and blue. So mm -hmm. artwork, I think, is true to the set. Maybe not true to necessarily what the casting cost might be. But I, 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 I'm okay with kind of where the art direction went. And just, I don't know, I'm just loving the humor of everything. It's <laughs> just, I just love the set. It's really cool. It's like when con when cons came out, like, the, you know, some of the human cards, it kind of might makes me want to do, like, what I did when I first started cons was do the Black White Warriors. Mm -hmm but instead do black-white humans mm -hmm. and see how far that could go. That would be very interesting. I, I don't think we've had... Because we, we only have, I think, ha maybe a little more than half the set spoiled, so it's it's interesting to see what the other color that humans is going to be in. Because I know... I, I'm sure you're right. There is... I think they're base black-white, but I think that they're... I think it's a Mardu deck, if I'm not... Uh, I don't know. Maybe there isn't a lot of red humans... There's a couple red humans I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, Drenith Stinger. Uh, it's one. That's look like there's much in green. Maybe black. Maybe green. No, 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 not not green. Uh, Chevelle's in green. We said that, but yeah, there's there's gonna be a third color. I think that humans is gonna be more prominent in. And I think that's gonna be kind of the route to go. Um, I I like. I, I don't know. I like the just the flavor of it. It, it has that kind of cons uh, dragons versus humans type deal you know the but you know where but cons just did it in such a great way uh they, they made that story and then they redid it and made it worse um but this story <laughs> is great i'm gonna pull up this they have like a little uh story theme which just makes me miss um uh what, what was the 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 third return no the third newest ravnica set uh, where everything, where the spark, where they, where they spoil, wizards spoiled it thematically, and I, God, I missed that. Like that was so good. But we got a little bit of that in these three um, cards, which starts with forbidden friendship. You know, you have this human in this mm -hmm. dino, and it says the two looked at each other and neither fled. I see the soldier murmured, "We're both just fighting for survival out here, aren't we?" And then you got capture sphere. Oh God. You know, one of his probably human My buddies. My friend's in a bubble. Oh, he's in a bubble, and there's no, <laughs> there's, there's no uh, flavor text because he can't hear him because he's in the bubble, so he didn't even try to talk. And then cathartic <laughs> reunion. Uh, now they're Hurgan, and uh, you're not practicing social distancing. And the and the flavor text says the soldier had given up his wealth, his title, even his home, but he had no room for regret. At last, he had saved his friend, and then they fucked. And I'm like, what? That's crazy, but... Oh the text God. is really small there. I'm not seeing that. Really. But, well, yeah, it's there. It's there. You just got to believe it. Uh, so Between I the lines. do like the, the dino and the human love in the set is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's a little strange. A little strange. That's... Oh, no, John. You, you said this, this has a really good counterspell in here, right? Neutralize. Yeah, this is this has become one of my top three favorite counter spells because of Ew. the cycling mechanic. So it's basically miscalculation that has a higher cost but 
but gets more is what I'm, because this is yeah. a hard counter spell mixed with cycling where miscalculation from the Urza block was a soft counter spell mm -hmm. but had cycling and was a lower cost. So like miscalculation yeah. was like like uh, what was it negate or it would be like it was something like negate or was it one of those things where it, I can't I have to look it up I can't it remember. Was it was basically like, like negate with cycling or it was like a soft counter spell mixed in with cycling. But it give this basically gives you two options: kill the spell, or like draw a card. If, or yeah, basically, if you're running yeah. out of fuel, go ahead and draw. So yeah, I it's mean, like yeah, you, you you hold up your three mana to spook people out of playing stuff, and then when it gets to the end step before you, it's like, eh, I need to draw stuff. Good game. Even wow. the card next to it's actually pretty pretty sweet too. It's another counter spell. It's probably a little bit more narrow, but keep safe. Where it's a one and one blue counter target spell that targets a permanent you control and you get to draw also. What was it called? Uh, keep safe. It's uh, if keep you're looking on the wizard site, it's right next to neutralize. Oh, I'm, I was at Scryfall, but ah. that's because. The other one is Essence Scatter, which is a which would be it's a really good card for this set because everything's creatures, right? Mm -hmm. And giant creatures at that at that point. Yeah, <laughs> mega creatures. Johnny, you got a you got a card in particular you want me to pull up? I I mean we talked about Snapdax, but like there's I'm liking Brokos Apex for up forever. Brokos. Just if only for Brokos' sake. <laughs> Going the for Brokos. <laughs> Go for Brokos. It's just this thing is a tank, and it you can't get rid of it. You just you cannot. Coming from a commander's perspective, it is incredibly powerful. It can mutate out for the mutate cost. Basically, is the same. Not far off. The CMC is the same when it comes to mutate cost. And this is some of the mutate costs are a little bit more. Like Snapdax is costing you one more to actually mutate it, but it's not like from Theros when you had uh, you, the bestow costs were two or three times, you know, three CMCs higher than the actual casting cost of the card. And I understand, like, if the creature died, then the bestow creature would end up coming onto the battlefield, and that's great. Um, but the idea that you can mutate Brokos out of the graveyard and just keep bringing it back over and over and over, it's just, it is oppressive. Uh, it's just like this is i see this and being like you can explain to a new commander player yeah you can put it in your command zone or you can put it in your graveyard and if they try to nuke it in the graveyard you put it back in the command zone you never lose the card it's yeah. always there it's it's like it's your buddy it's always there ready for you and in the mm -hmm. graveyard just you keep mutating it out and making something a six six with trample and you make yeah it's just just crazy i like that that's what I, yeah, yeah, and I, I like that his companion, because a lot of these, like, main character beasts have these uh, mythos, like, like I said earlier, like the Lady in the Water oil painting mm -hmm. scene, mm -hmm. and mythos mm -hmm. of Brokos. Uh, I like that, because this one's a Saltai, and you usually think a Saltai is, like, the bad, you know, the, it's always up to no good, but the flavor mm -hmm. text on that one says the most unexpected weapon that a monster can wield is kindness, so I, I like that twist on, you know, I, I like how they constantly break the mold of, you know, when you're subverting your expectations of what you are preconceived uh, to think as far as, like, the alignment of these characters goes. Um, this looks like this Soul Tide character is uh, more on the benevolent side. So, uh, I, I like Circle that. of Life kind of side. Yes. Uh, PK, <laughs> you got one you want to pull up? Um, 
The card that I think is like one of the most gross ones so far <laughs> is the the new Vivian Planeswalker. Oh, perfect! That was right there. She, like, I mean, do we really need green to be more powerful right now? <laughs> you want to go ahead and read what she does? Uh, yeah. So Vivian, Monsters Advocate. She has a static ability. You may look at the top card of your library anytime. You may cast creature spells from the top of your library. Like, seriously? <laughs> Plus one, create a 3-3 green beast creature token. Put your choice of a vigilance counter, a reach counter, or a trample counter on it. Minus two, when you cast your next creature spell this turn, search your library for a creature card with lesser converted mana cost. Put it onto the battlefield then shuffle your library Oof. like it's but gross. There, but there but there there's no ultimate for her so that's actually sure. kind of a drawback with this particular planeswalker card there's no there's she does no have the static ability though two so that's two, two static abilities that's mm -hmm. pretty nuts yeah I mean, if Oracle Oracle of Mold, Mold I'm gonna I swear I could say it if Oracle of Moldaya uh, is a pretty powerful card still to this day. Uh, and I think it's still garnering over 10 bucks. where that is, look at the top card of your, your library. If it's a land card, play it. That's a very powerful thing. It's mm -hmm. basically, I mean, that's very much card ramp, but uh, this is card advantage almost because you're, you're essentially able to, if you're able to play it, it's like drawing an extra card every turn in green. Uh, yeah. That's... Where you're going to be playing a lot of creatures, and you're already ramping out your mana, so this is not a, this is a not the fact that it's a five and, and cost. Her, and her plus one is get a three three beast creature, <laughs> a three like, three just to protect her, like with, with your choice of vigilance, reach, of or trample. So she's yeah. gross. Yeah. yeah. This yeah, this is this is this is a Timmy set. This is a Timmy card right here. It's all about Timmy. I'm surprised is... it's not you know it's green. I'm surprised it's not you know costed at three CMC because that's what they do and then it'll be banned. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But they they uh, they showed a little bit of of restraint uh, here. Um, get, yeah. Let's just do it. Let's just do it and get it over with. Let's talk about uh, band band otter. Let's talk about yes. the band Okay, otter let's real talk quick. about the otter. Let's get our the hot otter takes. band. Yeah. So So what happened? Like it was just like released and immediately banned. It wasn't even released uh, yet. <laughs> I know it wasn't even released. It was Didn't previewed and the rules committee said nope. Um it was I only caught bits and pieces of the chatter on Twitter, but I figured it out pretty quick. Yeah. And then I looked at what the uh, what is the com companion ability what it was. And I was like Oh, so basically Red Blue doesn't have to change literally anything in their deck. Sure. They just have a hundred and first card. Yep. Yeah. And that's and that was the I think that was really what it was going on. It's like they've got this new weird mechanic that allows commanders like commander players to have their hundred and first card. And in most cases you need to, you know, work around the companion card in order to make companion fire. But this one said basically if you play commander, you get to double a spell because we feel like it. And yeah. Rules committee was quick to shut it down, and probably they real they probably real quick. It wasn't even. I think it was the. I only just started seeing the otter jokes from Kaya Vess, oh. and it just. I saw this from Shivam, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, yep, I get it. Kind of, I'm okay with that. 
because uh, there's plenty of other companion cards where you have to build your deck around the companion stipulation. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't. I, I, I know there's some people that might have been getting salty about this, and it's like, oh, they should have done all of them or none of them. And it's like, I, yeah, uh, I'm not I don't salty care. that they banned it. I'm salty that they didn't talk to each other before it was a thing. Now you're just releasing a set that's one card not playable. I, I mean, you can still play it in, in standard and whatever, but where this thing is was going to find a home was was Commander, really. Uh, I don't you know, maybe we'll get banned in standard, well, banned in something to, else, but... To know. kind of follow up, I, I dug into it a little bit and wanted to having a better understanding about how it was interacting with other formats and what zones it was in, and I, I did find the conversation, I think Blake was talking about it, um, was Blake or was it Gavin? Either Blake or Gavin. I, f- I forget who. But basically, the way the companion ability is treated is treated as a card in your uh, in your sideboard. So if you're playing standard, if you're going to use a companion card, it physically has to be in your in your sideboard. And I think when that precedent was kind of set, when you have something like Canadian Highlander or Commander where you don't technically have a sideboard, then there's kind of this like. Well, then that can be that that gets things things start getting a little. That was one of the pieces they used for for rationalizing how they handled this card. But it was, um, I think they they didn't want a card where a commander player who is in red blue didn't have to make any adjustments to their deck to be able to activate companion. Whereas the other ones, you have to do something. Something has to be. There's what is it the hippo where every one of the cards has to every card has to be an even casting cost, and basically what is it oblivion sower says no even spells can be even CMC spells can be played. Right. It, it was just basically yeah the hippo was going to get hosed by a single card. So if somebody wants to play the hippo as companion, fine, no problem. You just have to be ready for that landmine. Oh, you know, but, it, was the, it was the it was the demon kraken, not the hippo or demon kraken, whatever it was. <laughs> basically, there was. The Jeez, otter had no downside, and that was why they acted so mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what, what this companion thing's a little bit confusing as well. Yeah. Coach, do you can you make any sense of this? Have you looked at the not, companion mechanic? Not really. Like I think the plus that plus one to the commander, kind of of what Johnny was saying, kind of like that kind of makes sense when he gives that perspective. I don't know. Like, I think we're gonna have to see people play test this and kind of have a feel for it. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of too early to tell. But I don't know. The getting rid of the otter like immediately was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> I I would have liked to have seen them allow it in the in the ninety nine or as your commander. But I think they just outright banned it entirely because they they've played that game in the past where like. Um, Oh God! What is what is it? The they've had they've had cards where you couldn't. They were legendary. They couldn't be your commander, but they could be in your main. I think they've changed that. They've done away. With, I think they've done away with that entirely. Um, and and that's kind of why they went after this one the way they did. Although I feel like I don't know. I wouldn't mind companion cards being allowed in the in the main deck if they were banned from the companion zone. So here, but that yeah. that's just me. Okay. So, okay, let's... All right, so now if you look past that, it is a very interesting set of artifacts, which I think are actually pretty kick-ass to EDH. Because you got the enemy-colored cycling crystals. 
And this looks freaking bonkers. Um, so obviously the cycle, but you get three colors, and having a whole having a whole cycle like that is just nuts. And they're all uncommons, three color. So it's like, and then if you run into this in the later game, it's like it's just more fuel. Like mm-hmm. I really like this little crystal set. So now the question is going to be later down the road: Are they going to actually? Are they going to actually finish these cycles? Because you know, Wizards tends to have to where they start like an enemy colored cycle of some cards, and they don't get it till they don't get the allied colored set cycle until like seven years down the road. Possible, yeah. um, I've done it before. Yeah, generations um, later. <laughs> um, Kit, if you remember the dual land, the cycle, the bicycle lands that you were saying, John. Um, the bicycle lands they have the allied colors, but when are they going to finish with the enemy color cycle? Because like the cycling lands are a good budget, like good budget lands yeah. for like your fetch lands, um, and they also cycle too. So I mean, getting the enemy colored bicycles to finish that off in a later set would be nice. Um, and that, that was kind of the video I wanted to do was what set what cycles have they not finished or what cycles of like. If they get like an enemy colored set, like having the allied version of sure. it, or well, if it was they, like they like haven't the released the land cycle for this Not set yet, yet no. have they? so there's a chance that those cycle enemy styles will show up here. That would be cool. Ooh, well, and they and, and and that yeah, you're right. So they so potentially they could they could have the allied stuff so since they are bringing back cycling. Either that, or they basically reprint the stuff from Amonkit, which is also a possibility if they didn't want to like redesign something else. So if they have cycling here. I mean that. I guess you're sense. right. That would, that would they would have a chance to get the allied colored, the allied colored lands or the excuse me, the enemy color. And this would actually be the perfect time to do it because you have the wedge colors and you have like this like the legendary stuff is mostly enemy colored. So that actually that's. You know what? That's going to be a pr- our prediction. That's the <laughs> cycle. It might you not be here? the sexiest land cycle because the you know they're not like uh, when they were in standard. There was like oh you know you run them you run. I don't even think you ran the suite of them, but it it would make a lot of sense, especially in this set because there there's things in this set or it might be in the commander set that literally bring your your cycle cost uh, down to zero. So you're just literally pitching cards for cards, and that's free cantrip, and that's a problem sometimes, or can mm-hmm. be, uh, especially in a cycling set. I want to uh, I want to pull a- attention real quick to this card. This was the card where they're like, "Yep, New World Order is dead." This was the official uh, Coupe de Gras on New World Order, and that is Crystalline Giant. This is three for a three three. It's always the damn artifacts. That that they that they just go, you know, hey, you can put this in every deck, so let's make it super powerful. No, what's the worst <laughs> that's gonna happen? Um, at the beginning of combat on your turn, choose a kind of counter at random that Crystalline Giant doesn't have on it from among flying, first strike, death touch, hexproof, lifelink, menace, reach, trample, vigilance, and plus one plus one. Put a counter of that kind of crystalline giant. What? <laughs> Go home. Yeah. You're drunk. Like what? And, 
and how to run and how to, ra- how to randomize it. Now you're gonna have to buy a D10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you're gonna have to delve Seriously. into freaking some of the D and D product, which is owned by Wizards. Oh, so. And then you, have to, mm. then you have so you have to get like a, a dollar yeah. D10, yeah. and then you get this crystalline giant, which is like probably gonna be like fifteen bucks right out of the gate. Yeah. Yeah. And well, then yeah. you're gonna have to. Yeah, so now you're going to have to get outside accessories. This is going to go so. into modern in the Eldrazi decks, I think. I mean, this thing is crazy. Like, uh, why did they keep... Like, yeah, instead of the... Keep your Godzilla buy a box promo, I need a D10 for my Crystalline Giant. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, uh, why did they... Uh, they never learn. They never... Like, this is smuggle. This is this set's smuggling copter. And it's funny, because it's like, what's this set about? It's about cool, mutating, giant creatures, and then a sidebar of, of humans. And then this thing's just like, I'm a crystal giant. And that's the thing. Just, just, just hey, guys. It, a little the, voice. It's the, it's the transparent version of the Iron Giant. <laughs> just like, what I'm, are you doing? Could I just interject? I, I'm pretty sure... Th- Maybe I'll die on this hill, but I yeah. I don't think this is a this isn't smuggler's copter. Okay, <laughs> I'm not worried about yeah. smuggler's copter. That's like a little a, bit of hyperbole. In standard, unless there unless there's a lot of stuff. I don't juggling. know. Somebody somebody's gonna find a way to freaking break that. Yeah. I yeah. well I don't know because smuggler's copter to me that was like it existed and all you needed was a creature any creature didn't matter what kind that's fine uh this one yeah you can move counters around but like it's a four four souped up with all kinds of goodies on it but it takes a random act of whatever you happen to get per turn but there's no so, downside if there was like oh you might get a minus sh- one minus one there's there's time the downside on this one is time smugglers copter could come online immediately but you want to get evasions like you have various evasions on here you're this is a this is a chaos card I know it might feel like it's going to be one of these breakable things, but it is, in, in its essence, a chaos card. So if you're talking about competitive play, I think that works against it. I don't know how much it does. I don't know how, you know, maybe in standard, someone's going to figure out some sweet little, like, counter manipulation combo to make mm-hmm. this worth their time. Sure. But even then, it's it's all a crapshoot. Like, you don't know what you're getting every turn. But- and then you've got the logistics of your 10-sided dice and and... Or however you do it, you get the little token pieces and you like put a little, you get your crown royal yeah. bag, the GP, and they yeah. dip their hand in there, pull out the, it's, I don't know. I'm not buying this as smuggler's copter. I think it's cool. I don't think it's that cool. If it, if it so. lives in two turns at the very worst, say you completely are rolling bad at the crap table, you have a three, three for three that you could put in any deck that has uh, reach and vigilance. Like you would play a three three for three with reach and vigilance anyways, right? Like that's sure, the worst. Sure. That's the yeah. worst you're getting. By yes, that's the worst you're getting. By your fifth turn, you get a three three for reach and vis- vigilance. And in stand, I don't know how fast standard goes these days, but by turn five, things are being decided. So yeah. I, I think. I don't know. I, I think it's cool, but I'm not going to give it that much clout yet. It, it's going to be one of those, like, oops, I won cards in draft. Like, if you pull these, if we ever have sealed again, uh, God rest its soul. But, you know, if we do, say, 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 say you're, like, far behind, then you play your, your stupid crystal giant, and you're playing against a bunch of dinos, and then you, you, you win the lottery, and it's a it's a first striking death touch, and it's like nothing can get through now. Like, I don't know. It's, yes. It is so mm-hmm. crazy. Uh yeah. I don't know. PK, you haven't set a card in a while? 
Can we, for God's sake, talk about the ozolith, please? The ozolith. Okay. <laughs> the ozolith. What color is the ozolith? What it's, could possibly it's an go artifact. wrong with it? It's a one mana legendary artifact. Efren has been talking about it in chat for like fifteen minutes. Okay, so <laughs> we we have to discuss it right now. Is that in the next it. set? Is that in Commander? Because I don't. No, see that's in no? As, that's standard legal. That's in Ikoria. Yeah, it's. Is it Ikoria or is it Commander? It's Ikoria. Um, maybe it's printed How in the Commander set as well, but it's no, an Ikoria. The one, yeah, the one I'm looking at has the Ikoria symbol on it. Okay. It's a legendary artifact. Go for it. PK, Just take a point on this one. Tell, tell us about this one. Yeah. It's Okay, it is a one-mana legendary artifact. Whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield, if it had counters on it, put those counters on the Ozolith. Oh, yeah. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if the Ozolith has counters on it, you may move all counters from the Ozolith onto target creature. Yeah. So you just, like, don't lose your counters. And all your crazy, crazy counters. Yeah. It, it oh, is the FDIC of counters. <laughs> yeah, it's just holding all of the counters, and then you can put them all on a creature during your combat. Yeah, that's a uh, that's kind of nasty. What could possibly go wrong? Jesus, and maybe everything. Uh, oh, one uh, mana you artifact. You play this in your in your crystal and giant deck. Yeah, and you yeah, play this your... in your modern modern uh wrap arcbound ravager deck ravager deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shit, what, uh, what could what... possibly go wrong? What's that deck called? Uh, the the robot deck in oh, Affinity. Yeah, Affinity. Is it come back, Affinity? Man. Yeah, Affinity's gonna have a field day with this one. Yeah, and they hard. don't have to die as long as the creatures leave the battlefield. Oh and my god! Yeah. Bounce. Yeah. Get bounce. <laughs> oh my god! This is great. Yeah. Oh, experience. Does this count for experience counters too? Yeah. I think it's any counter, right? If it had counters on it. Any counters. Oh, that's that's so hilarious. So many oh, feel bads. It's like, oh no, I th th I knew that was a one one counter. No, that that was a death touch counter. You're crazy. Like people are gonna be fighting in the streets. Right. Oh, oh, oh holy, yeah. holy cow. What? It's like what? I'm thinking infect. Oh god. Uh, oh whoa. god. Uh, oh, Oh my! You can put oh. minus one minus one counters on your opponent's creatures. You could do is weird things with. That is well, yeah. whenever a creature you control leaves the battlefield. Right, but at the beginning of your combat on your turn, if the uh, let me read this, if the has on, it, on it, you may move the all counters from onto target on, creature. On the target creature. Not just your creatures, any oh, creature. So, so you could take like sure. detrimental counters and put them on Ozolith and just be like. Bloop, there you go. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Yikes. Oh. Yikes, folks. What's that's, that's, what? that's great. That's some awesome value for one mana. That's great. So that's your In any deck. So round. does all life around it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure does. Like, a, like my tiny brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shook. I'm shook. All right. Let's, uh, all right. Awesome. So that was... Our first look of Ikoria, Behemoth of of Pussy Lizards. Now let's go to Commander. <laughs> what? It's a bunch of cats and dinosaurs. Calm down. Uh, let's go to Commander 2020. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Ikoria 2, uh, as oh. the kids like to say. Ikoria 2.0. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to read a quote from uh, a very prominent member of the community. Uh, I misread it at first, but I'll, I'm going to read... Um, yeah, I'm going to read this quote. And I and I feel this sentiment on a very real level uh, as soon as I could pull it up. Um, yeah, here it goes. Uh, it says, I feel very strongly that in the future, previews should be limited to one product set at a time, for me anyway. Having both Commander 2020 and Ikoria going simultaneously has been a negative overload. And that's not a, that's a sentiment that has, I think, is felt... Uh, throughout mm -hmm. the community right now because mm -hmm. releasing both of these and i understand that this is ikoria commander but no mm -hmm. like stop it because you don't know what's what you don't know what's supposed to be in which set are you as confused by this as as everyone else pk y yes <laughs> more so <laughs> definitely i can't i can't keep up with it i don't understand I'm looking for cards, and I'm like, oh, this isn't an Ikoria card. This is, this is, I guess, a Commander card. And I'm trying to remember what's what based on the symbol, but, like, there's, sometimes there's, like, old sets, really old sets that I don't know what their symbol is either. Sure, so I'll yeah. see a card, somebody posts it, I'm like, I have no freaking clue where this card just came from. And at first glance, you look at this Commander set symbol, and if you're not, like, paying ten close attention to it, it, it has the same silhouette of the um, Theros Beyond Death set symbol. It, it's, yeah, it's very similar. It doesn't even look dissimilar from Ikoria, really, if you're just flipping through. I thought it was the inside of a cat mouth coming to get me, but I guess it's a <laughs> Uh so I guess I was wrong, but... Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what it is. It is, yeah, it, it was confusing because I'm like, you know, I look at something like Vitality Hunter, um, which is, it, it looks like it definitely belongs in this, um, in the, in Ikoria, even though it has Monstrosity. Monstrosity's not in Ikoria, which got me jacked at first. I'm like, oh shit, they're bringing Monstrosity back. Would make a ton of sense uh, in the monster mm -hmm. set, uh, you know, but I, I guess that was for not, you know, but they did put this in um, a White Nightmare. Uh, which is very interesting. But yeah, it, it's in Commander. Um, and then I'm like, huh, Ichroma is in Ikoria? And then, you know, no, she's not. It's, so it's very, very confusing. Um, very. Oh, they put Chroma in the set? Yeah, Chroma's That's in the interesting. set. It's very juiced. Like, just the cards, like the reprints themselves feel a little bit more... They feel as juiced as the shiny Imperatus. Look at this guy. He is just... <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with them? <laughs> Should he appear? That's now that's yeah. rocket. That's def that's rocket <laughs> on the juice rocket for sure. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, I this love this card. I know we're. Oh my god! And it's goaded. Are you know, kidding me? They brought goaded back. That's a isn't oh, that a conspiracy they ability? Brought everything back. This is the this is the future site of or you know whatever. Of sets, like it's literally oh everything. But this, this is cool. Lava Brink, uh, Floodgates. It's an artifact. You tap it. It costs three and a red, um, and you could tap it, and it gives you two red. So it's mm. pretty sweet mana rock. 
a little bit more mm -hmm. expensive than you used to, but at the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player may put a Doom counter on Lava Brink Floodgates or remove a Doom counter from it. Then if it has three or more Doom counters on it, sacrifice Lava Brink Floodgates. When you do, it deals six damage to each creature. So it turns into this board wipe that Ooh. kind of the, the whole table can kind of yep. contribute Collectively to. decide they yeah. want it to go off and... and it gets all the critters, not it gets flyers. I, that's the thing. Like yeah. lava bring floodgates, and it's like this feels like a lot of red. There's been red board wipes in the past that only touched ground creatures, but this gets them all, and that's yeah. pretty awesome. It's a sweet card. I mean, it ramps yeah. too. Like it's, I just love this card. Uh, Coach, do you have anything that you want me to pull up from Commander? Ooh, let's see. Um, I was looking at out. So when you were bringing up the the red card, yeah. Um, there was one that oh, there was one I just saw that like piqued my interest. I'm trying to like I look at the legendaries and like oh here it is, uh, Gabby Nestworn, the one you were talking about where um, basically your cycling costs are nothing. When you draw your second card mm -hmm. each turn, create a two-two red white dinosaur cat creature token. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Which one is that? I can't what find it now. Gabby Nestworn. So if you go in Scryfall, it's like the sec in the second row, third card. It is a Jeskai Colors, actually. Okay. You may pay zero rather than pay the cycling cost. The first card you cycle each turn. When you draw oh. your second card. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, keep going. So, oh, wow. So just like, why the hell not? <laughs> um, the legendary, the legendary, uh, like humans, this looks cool. I'm looking at, uh, Kazer, Ruthless Stalker, and I'm just thinking, well, that's basically, like, that'll fit well with an Atraxa deck. When a creature you play control, uh, when a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, put a 1-1 counter on it, and then having Atraxa out, why not? Proliferate, just give everyone counters. Is that the black cards? Huh? No, it's, uh... If you go up, it all the le all the legendary humans are the first things in oh, Commander what Twenty. What color is the what color is that? One? Uh, green. Green. Uh, Kazar ruthless ruthless stalker. Oh, here he is. Yep. So partner That's with stalking shadow. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, put a one one. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's a track. That is a tracks are written all over it. So do you guys like this like uh, partner? This kind of more narrow partner? Cause like, no. Yeah, right? Like, I was... No. I don't understand it. So when this creature enters the battlefield, target player may put Akuma into their hand from their library. Okay, so you, so you essentially, it's a one-sided tutor because if you have... So, like, if you have Akuma, she doesn't go and find him, but you have to get him to find her? Oh, it only goes one way? Yeah. I think it only goes one way. So where's so what what does he find? He find what's the one he finds? Akuma? Yeah, stalking shadow. Akuma stalking shadow. Okay, so Yeah, there's the there's a blue black. Oh, okay. So oh, oh it's, it's, the, a, it's the whale it's wolf. A, <laughs> not a werewolf, but a whale wolf. <laughs> whale wolf. Whale like, like whale. Are you gonna play my whale oh wolf? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, whale like wolf. A little kid. Oh, whale wolf. Whale, whale wolf. Oh, whale wolf. This feels like an that card right there just makes it feel like an unset. Sure. What the? 
Yeah. Oh, well, I'm like, yeah. Shark bird. I can live with that. Whale wolf? Wee-wee? Wee-wee. So, so it is backwards compatible. I'm sorry. So I was lying. So you can okay. play this. So when this so you can play this so you can play Akuma as your commander. Then when you play this card, then you go get to to find and put it into your hand. Okay, okay. So instead of it, what the old partners were, they both started in the command zone. So this one just goes and fetches from your library. Is that right? Yes, I think so. Yes, from the library. That's what it says. I from think their partners library. have to be. Is it from library? Is that even better? yes? Is that even better? when this creature enters the battlefield? Target player may put whatever into their hand from their library, then shuffle. Oh, so that's a different kind of partner. Like old, yeah. like the like the twenty sixteen partner cards. I'm pretty sure they could both be in the command zone at the same time. Right. So this does operate differently. The wording is different. That's that's all right. All right. So let me. Well, ask, but I don't yeah. think the the partner creatures aren't the commanders for these sets. I mean, they could be. They could be. But that's not what they are for for this for the precons. No, they're they're not to be because they technically have partner. Can they both start in the command zone or no? Because they only partner with other said card. Hmm. I, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to guess that if the partnered card is a color, that is not, well, basically, so Akuma, Akuma is, Akuma is the black-blue, and then Kazar, Kazar is the green card. Just green, yeah. Well, in order to partner with that, you have to have green, so I'm going to go ahead oh. and say that that's mm -hmm. how that works. If the partnered card is ha has any extra colors, you have to allow those other colors. You know, anybody who can see this later can correct me if I'm wrong, and that's fine. Uh, but I think that's where they're going because yeah. that's how the partner cards worked when they could both sit in the command zone. If you, you know, you've had a black white partner and a red green partner, you could have those four colors. I wonder. Because, so I'm guessing that's how this works. I wonder if it's, if it's because like Tima, and I think it was mm -hmm. Thraxdos, which was Thima was the black white like the spinner the lore weaver or whatever black white commander with partner and then you could play it uh with uh thraktos which was the simic colored and then you have this four colored and it's it's statistically on um uh commander's quarters it was the most expensive deck i think it's like a two thousand dollar deck to run uh optimally and uh i think maybe that they're they were trying to narrow the partner effect because so so you're not just able to you know because you have to play it with this card you can't just play it with anything else that has partner so you can't have a is it commander uh play with an orzov commander now you have to have this one mon one of them's monocolored the other one's multicolored so you have a three color deck instead of a four color deck is is what i'm assuming that, happened that that sounds i i that sounds plausible just like the original partner cards, did you could mix and match them, and I imagine Wizards and the Rules Committee probably both looked at that and be like, "This is more broken than we thought, and maybe yeah. shouldn't be that way," because they haven't done partner like that ever since. Sure. All right, who's up? Who's got a card from the commander set? What's that? Oh, mm, I haven't looked at as many of these. It this, well. 
One one that I find interesting, but mm-hmm. it's probably definitely unplayable for the mo- for most people, I would imagine. But this is kind of interesting. Dismantling Wave, which is a white card. Um, for each opponent, destroy up to one target, artifact, and, or enchantment that player controls. Not bad for a three cost. But something that's basically uncounterable is when you cycle it for eight, which includes two white. When you cycle it, dismantling wave, destroy all artifacts oh. and enchantments. So it's a very expensive, yeah. but very sneaky Nevenero's disc. Sure. At instant speed. Doesn't kill creatures, but all the other junk, yeah. Are you kidding? Like, in most Commander games, if you can board wipe all artifacts and enchantments, you can decimate someone's oh, board sure. state. It's all, <laughs> man, it's, each, it's each opponent, too, but it's also eight. Oh, it's asymmetrical, mm-hmm. so it's not even touching yours. That's pretty yeah. backbreaking. If, yeah. yeah, but even at, even at eight, that's there's plenty of, you know, we've got the reprints just in the Commander set alone discounting cycling, and you've got a Commander that I think also discounts cycling. That's The deck that's going to play this doesn't care. Very true. Yep. Uh, there's this cycle of free cards. We're doing this again, Wizards. Uh, like Flyer's <laughs> Maneuver. If you control a commander, you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. Creatures you control gain indestructible until end of turn. So you essentially have a counterspell in Mono White. So what card is this? Oh, that's okay. We've got, oh, we've got Land Ramp in Mono, mono White now. It's yeah. Mono White's Kenobi, Kenobi bitched as much as he could over the <laughs> last year and a half. And Wizard, listen, it's working. It's, it's working. working. Now his his head won't fit through any door. <laughs> <laughs> which oh, is man. which is very fair. But then you go to the blue cycle, much to uh, to PK's dismay, and I think the blue one is even is even worse, is even more egregious. I think that this is if you're oh, free yeah. counter spell. Yeah, yeah, if you're that's... running blue at all, this is your this is your soul ring now. If you control a commander, you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. Just counter target spell. Fuck. Like, that's well, insane. Don't. Are you talking about Fierce Guardianship? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, target non-creature spell. So it's basically a free negate, basically. Yeah, yeah. But which, I- is help- which is helpful because getting rid of board wipes or getting rid of, like... You know, anything that's gonna like just mess with, or like that, that card we were talking about where it destroys all artifacts. I mean, yeah, that's gonna be something that it affects, but I mean, that, yeah. So basically, you're talking about the commander free cycle, yeah. So, and then the there's another cycle called impetus, basically, which are all enchantment auras. Let's see, what about. What about blacks? What is blacks like free spell? Blacks is free spell. Oh, I saw that one. I don't uh, Deadly Rollick. Control commander, you may cast this. Um, it basically exile target creature. That's oh. not bad because you got Utter End, which is basically like a. Which Utter End's what, like four or five dollars now? Coming out of the. Or like, like three or four dollars coming out of the con set. Yeah. And then you got another one that you may or may not have to pay. And this is still four. So exile target creature. I mean, that's not terribly bad, especially if you have your commander out. And it's just, here you go. Your your commander's mm-hmm. out of the way. Yeah. It's able to nail down those those pesky indestructibles. That's good. Yeah. That is straight up nightmare fuel. It's o- pretty o- nice. Otrimi was disappointed at how quickly its new friend got tired and stopped playing. 
<laughs> me. I like that art too. That's yeah, funny. that looks like that. I, I have a feeling that's gonna be like some evil son of a bitch. Like he's and he's uh he's also uh soul tie. So you got like the good benevolent soul tie uh you know tr- shrub monster. That <laughs> shrub likes. monster. And then you got this <laughs> this uh, more terrifying you know. All right, looking monster. The red. The is pretty funny. I'm, I'm amused. I'm. I enjoy that one. And the <laughs> fact right. that you can mutate it into play is pretty, pretty sweet too. Yeah. Here, here's the red. Here's the red version of, of the free spell. So, yeah. uh, deflecting SWAT. You may choose new targets for target spell or ability. Oof. That's a little dangerous. That's a, so. It's a free fork. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like how they're actually putting stuff into red, finally. Uh, so if you got, like, if you're attacking and someone does, like, a defecting a deflecting palm, and then you do a deflecting swat right back at them. <laughs> Basically the Jackie Chan movie, yeah. It's like, it, it's like if you... It'd be like the le- if this was legally allowed. Like, if you were playing Yu-Gi-Oh!, you would do... You would attack... Mirror Force, and if someone could activate another Mirror Force to screw with your Mirror Force, <laughs> it's just back. It's like ping pong. Like who's gonna have the last deflecting whatever? This this card uh, seems real good. Uh, Dredge the Mire. Each opponent chooses a creature card in their graveyard. Put those cards on the battlefield under your control. Wow, ooh. for four. Wow. <laughs> that's. Oh, I can ooh, see. Ooh, yeah, card. that's I can nice. See I could see someone getting gristle brand. Yeah, you you play this after a board wipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Let me just get one of the Ikoria Godzilla yeah. behemoth yeah. dolphin otter like yeah. cat, cat something. Nice Voltron yeah. deck. Cat, yeah. cat lizard bird otter wizard brain. human thing. Exactly. <laughs> And then you got Obscuring Haze, which is the green version of the free commander spell. Prevent all damage that would be dealt this turn by creatures your opponent control. So basically a free fog. Obscuring That's pretty haze. useful. Yeah. Oh, and they're, they're reprinting crop rotation. Nice. Yeah. They should always, repr- they should always add crop rotation into these because it's just such a good... It's in my opinion, it's like the only good, you know, sorcery. Go find something. No, that and like Kadama's Reach, stuff like that. Like you know, there, there's very finite, actually, like one shot. Uh, you know, go go search and find a card, and, and crop rotation is definitely one of the more powerful ones. It's always yeah. I, reprinted. I'm I'm happy with some of some of the. I'm liking the, some of the reprints I'm seeing in the commander sets themselves. I'm glad that Arcane Cygnus getting a print in, in this commander set. I'm hoping that's going to show up in every single deck. Yeah. I'm assuming that's what's happening. I see Soul Ring, Commander's Fear, and Arcane Signet. Like those are, those are. That's fine. That's fine with me. Like everyone needs to get an Arcane Signet, and it's sure. it's rough when they only showed up in a set that was barely printed, yeah, and right. when it was printed, it was snapped up so fast you couldn't find it on shelves. So, th- yeah, this is a good move. If that reprints like that, reprints like. Crop rotation. I'm, I'm happy with some of the things I'm seeing in here Corrosion for reprints. Thomas reached these like all star kind of auto and cultivates mm-hmm. another one. Uh, Beast within. That's always creeping up in price, so it's good to reprint mm-hmm. that every time. Uh, <laughs> PK, how about how about you talk about slippery bog bonder? 
Oh. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's like, oh, wait a oh. minute. Are you talk about this? Slippery bog wonder. Oh, okay. What does this lady have on her head? <laughs> a, a bogle. That's the bogle. That's the slippery bogle. Yeah, but like, isn't there one next to her? So sh- did she like kill one and make armor out of it, but then she's no. like, still friends with them? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe they're not the brightest creatures. As a, as a slippery bogle. <laughs> oh, it's cosplay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so I she has if... flash and hexproof. Yeah. Okay. As if green needs more flash. Sure. Come on. <laughs> Seems when, slip, when slippery bog bonder enters the battlefield, put a hexproof counter on target creature, then move any number of counters from among creatures you control onto that creature. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. What is that Ozzy thing with your counters? <laughs> Need that too. <laughs> the Ozzy Ozzyonolith. Yeah. That's... I forgot what it was called. The Ozzyonolith. The oh, Ozzyonolith. Okay. It's holding onto the Bathead counters. Yeah. I keep wanting to say Ozzy Mandius, but that's a <laughs> different. Ozzy Mandius. That's uh. Yeah. The that... Watchman. Yeah. Thank you. you Sorry. Before I could. Got it. I sure did. <laughs> yeah, this set's wild, guys. Uh, guys and gal. Um, what about the flying shark? What that? about the goat hydra? Wait a minute. <laughs> what about? What about? What about? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you you get both Audrics, I guess, in one deck. That seems like a flavor fail, but I mean, always welcome. Sun Titan got a reprint. That's good. Zapalta, does everyone run Zapalta or something? Because it's always in the commander decks. And like Apparently. Okay. Like I've never played with or against it, so it's like one of those, okay, when I upgrade the deck, that's what I'm taking out. Wow. I don't know. You don't like flying double strike, vigilance, trample, and indestructible? <laughs> I already have that on my crystal my crystal giant or whatever. Well, and you can't, those aren't counters, so you can't take them off and put them on Ozymandias, so it's kind of pointless. Ozymandias? <laughs> <laughs> <words now. laughs> Just take that card out. Yeah, nobody needs a Talpa. Johnny, you got Windfall reprint. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's for That's a... you son of a bitch. What? There's nothing <laughs> yeah. wrong with Necrozar. And Nekazar is an innocent bystander. He's just trying to get you all to play your cards. They got they got four <laughs> Architect Jace reprinted in the set, too. I like that. I, I, I honestly, I'm like, is that... J- Jace Architects of Thought was good in Standard because it worked in Standard, but... Sure. I mean, there's so many Jace. It's not good in Commander, no. I'd rather have Emo Jace, the one that makes you uh, discard 10. I guess that's not really good in Commander either. Never mind. Uh, Mole Drifter reprint, reprints good. Propaganda is always a uncommon that's sneaking up around like five, six bucks, so they can oh, reprint yeah. that every time. It's Ghostly Prison, mm-hmm. but blue. Uh, very good. Gross. Ew. No, it's so What's good. wrong with uh, the little pillow fort there? Yeah. That's, just, that's fine. It's, everything's fine. No. It's pillow pants time. <laughs> pillow pants. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I really love all the cats, though. There's a lot of cats. Do you? Yeah. Do they look like cats? I'm trying to find something positive to like about the set, okay? Sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like the cat. 
This is not Pixie's set. This is not oh, my set, This reprint y'all. is very much needed. I'm so happy they put shared animosity in there. I think that was floating around, I think, like 15 bucks or something, because it hasn't been reprinted since um, whatever, like Eventide or Morning Tide or whatever Tide Pod thing that you're into. <laughs> Tide um, what do we do? It is, uh, it's a three casting cost, two and a red enchantment. Whenever a creature you control attacks, it gets plus one, plus zero until end of turn for each other attacking creature that shares a creature type with it. So it's really good in tribal decks. For tribe, yeah. Yes, Your little goblins. Goblins, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. We name it. Well, it's red, so it's goblins, right? Well, I, I always put, put it in my slivers or uh, allies really likes that card. Or, or vampires uh, or shapeshifters vampire, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh, humans. That works in humans. It works in lots and lots of decks. Yeah, dude. It does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Please just stop. Oh my gosh. How about this very horny Capricorn? Whoa. What? <laughs> Capricopian? Capricopian. Oh, oh, goat Hydra. Hydra. Yes, it's cute. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Two headed goat. It's like, oh, I dropped my $5 bill. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? Aww. Don't Where are you dropping your five dollar bills? You're going to the wrong goat farm. On the side of a cliff, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Just a goat hydra. I'm just like, how do you? How does it even work? Like, do they get extra hooves? Like, are they climbing no. extra? Do they have to climb two mountains at legs. once? No, no, no. They just have two heads. This is what happened. This is this is how we came to goat hydra. What? What happens when the horns get tangled? Well, this is they we need to know these things. All the time. So the yeah. Hydra, Do they fight with each other? The Hydra ate the goat. The goat was going <laughs> through the gullet of the Hydra, accidentally got lodged, and the Hydra was pregnant. He found his <gasps> way into the, the, the reproductive area. And this then, is oh, not going where goat, you think it's going. And then the goat <laughs> mated with the baby Hydra. Oh, Capric- Capricopia. <laughs> I did it. Holy and, shit. In the words of Ian Malcolm, life found a way. <laughs> this is gross. Survival. That was the worst. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Evolution <laughs> at its best. That's right. This is the Lord. That was a hole in the ground that you took us down, <laughs> and we went to that place. I'm like, I didn't wonder, how do I stop? I don't want, this is not, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Oh my God. Everyone asking, you know, if we should, no one stopped to think if we, if we could, or no, everyone fucked it up. Oh, I should have quit while I was on top. Yeah. Were you on top? <laughs> that goat was on top. Let me tell you. God, too much. Oh my Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Why can't I get fired? <laughs> oh. Coach, nope. you want to yeah, talk about it? Line. Coach, you want to talk about the Azoria Sky Shark? There you go. <laughs> sky Shark. Yeah. There you go, Coach. Oh, Tell us what it does, oh, the shark god. bird. Oh my god, that that's that's an abomination unto the Lord. <laughs> His name is Shabra. It really is. Shabra. You have to say that when you play it. Shabra. It needs flash so you can do it fast. But. <laughs> Oh I I have uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Bro. No comment. I uh, yeah. 
what do you it's, say about that? That's how, how it's does it mythic. Breathe? It has to be good, right? It, it's it, it has flying. Okay. <laughs> Whenever you draw a card, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it, and you gain one life! Ooh! But it's... I'm just thinking what the... It's just... It's a flying Coach's shark. Coach's brain broke on like. this. <laughs> Alright, so he, he, this is how the sky uh, shark happens. Ready? Here we go. No, it's joking. We can't do that. No, okay. please don't. Let's hear it. <laughs> no more. No more Genesis talk from you. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Alright. <laughs> Your origin storytelling days are done. That's fine. Here, let's let's look at uh or uh Otrimi. We we saw his uh his removal spell. I think this is the most terrifying art ever. I like it. I it's, think it's cute. It's cute in a terrifying way. It's like, oh, I'll play with you. This is the Dilophosaurus scene when it's eating fat ass uh, <laughs> Dennis Nedry. It's Nedry. ready to play with you until it's biting your fucking face bones. Oh, <laughs> I actually kind of like this card, except that it has mutate, and I'm terrified of mutate, so I probably won't play it. it it's I I think mutate sounds scarier than it actually is, but yeah. this is, and it looks like a it's like Nicobolus's cousin. It looks yeah, freaky. Sure, like you turn your head upside down. It's like oh yeah, you you're related to Bolus, right? Yeah, okay, spirit dragon cat, because you're you freaking me out. He doesn't don't have stop. the egg between his horns yet. Oh, yeah, this is that's right. This is a he, he, he was, larva. Right. He was the dragon that got let that got fell on his head, basically. Oh, oh yeah. Oh the oh and that's why the egg <laughs> no, broke his head. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it's it's a jacked up card. It just, and uh how about the uh elemental hound? The hound that has uh corona. Oh, <laughs> poor thing. That's that's ugly. I don't like that at all. Who who signed off? I on don't that? like that. It doesn't look good. I'm so sorry. But he's, just, he's going to fetch a bone. He's just he's just playing ball. It's fine. Ugh. I although I gotta say, Yannick, the scavenging scavenging sentinel, got just shafted on creature type. Like hyena beast, they're basically the same thing. That was a. Oh yeah, that was that was a. <sighs> They took that off, yeah. But he's got the Nicobolus horns, too! Yeah, oh. see, there, I, I have noticed that. There's been some kind of, like, Nicobolus-esque looking things popping in there. and, but and like, Maybe it's foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah. Another oh. return of Bolus. Oh, God. Yes! Oh, fucking kill me. Uh, oh, he's cute, though, because he, look, he has, yeah, uh, he's cute. he has a Nikara's Scepter. Like, we'll go to Nikara. I think Nikara's a, a black card. And so oh. they, it's literally oh. playing fetch. Oh, that is cute. <laughs> it's cute. Toad's cute. Yeah, see? There's Nikara right there. She's got a, she's got her, her bone wand. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Bone wand. Yeah. Uh, oh, That's PK, I do want to ask you, wait, hold on. Let me. Yeah, so yes. I don't know. This is this is crazy, but I do want to ask about this specific card that got spoiled after we went live because that's the world that we're living in right now. Uh, what? Let's, let's talk about uh, bush meat poacher. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's do it. This is bush Aaron Campbell's meat favorite card. Poacher. Yeah. Um. It's a common. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's a human. You can pay one, tap it, sacrifice another creature. You gain life equal to that creature's toughness and draw a card. Seems good. 
Yeah, sure. If you got a little sacrifice deck going on, yeah. you just you just put out your bush meat poacher and you're good to go. <laughs> we are all who signs off on this? PK Seriously, definitely the adult supervision because I can't I can't say it like without smiling. I am a little kid at church and I can't hand, I can't hold it in. <laughs> Uh, it, her, her, uh, her thing says, if you've never feasted on Zagath Terror Pig, I got the best price you'll find. So that's <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, Zagath Terror okay. Pig? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the garrison cat? Look at the garrison cat. Where's the garrison cat? Oh, oh it's right yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Tell me That's about. my favorite card so far. Yeah, I mean it's it's good. It's a it's a doom. It's traveler. a one one for one. Look at that, and a, and when it dies, it gives you another little one one. And look at look at what a good kitty that kitty is. Such good pets. Rubbing around on those on those legs, looking for yeah, looking for some pets. What a good kitty. Those tusks, they're a little strange, but you know what? <laughs> we still we still love Garrison Cat. We yeah. do. Yeah, it's a it's a bad uh, version of everything else that's come before it. Like Hunted Witness <laughs> gave you, yeah. you know, the the token had Life Link, Doom Traveler had yeah. Flying, Blister Pod had, you know, Sack for Mana. This is just a, this is just Kitty. And then if you you know someone snaps the Kitty's neck, then you're gonna have you know your neighbor coming after your you. Your little one one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, animal neglect, uh, otherwise known as spontaneous flight. This guy or this lady threw a f baby fox, and thank God. <laughs> Animal neglect. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. It's I learned to fly, little fox. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. What? How much acid were they on? Look at the majestic oracorn. Like what? <laughs> don't know. It's wild. Oh, and there's the nightmare squirrel. Oh yeah, <clears throat> squirrel's back. It's just wild. That squirrel has six arms. I'm. Squirrel. I don't like it. Jaded squirrel. And it's a mono white nightmare. Yeah. White showing his true colors. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. The flavor text on yeah the fl flavor text on Helica Glider is it's great. It could it could subsist on seeds, but it prefers it pre pre prefers your face. <laughs> oh my god. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, these cars are wild. It really does feel like an unset. It does. Look at fat yeah. bear. Yeah, bear. look at the wolf bear. Look at that. Look at that little chonker. Why <laughs> <laughs> is so cute? Uh, who's the cutest little wolf bear? I know. Who's and then look at this. <laughs> this is just ugly and horrible looking. The cub warden. What a cute little name. It's like, ah, I'm the leader of the cubs. Hey, hey, that looks like one of the cats from the movie Cats. Okay. It like has almost like too human of a face. You know what I mean? Speaking of nightmare fuel. Yeah. It's a little bit too human. Yeah. I don't like it. That's why we fired Zuby from the show because he liked cats. <laughs> oh, I love cats. Oh well, you know it's a three-man show now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Aww. Everyone say goodbye to PK. It was great. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. oh, Damn it! I'm doing it wrong. So many spoilers, everyone. Coach, oh, let's let's uh, let's do one more around the horn, and then we'll let people go live their lives. Which one do you which one do you want to talk about, real quick, Coach? From Commander up against it, yeah, just yeah. I mean, it's yeah, we're we're good. I think 
We just went out on a whimper. Uh, let's, uh, <laughs> actually, let's just be done. Yeah. <laughs> I just countered that idea with the free counter spell. So that's uh, that's your spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. Just screaming in your face all the time. Uh, do you like this? I don't. And we're only halfway through. Never forget. It's just overload. It's just like, how do you even? How do you even? You're just like, oh, there's. Uh. It's 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 a good thing it's not a super complex set too, right? Because then you know. <laughs> but it is though. <laughs> it gives me time to really sink my teeth in and be like, oh, here's a strategy I can. No, here's twenty more cards. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Twenty new abilities. Yeah. Here's another. Tw- yes. Here's a couple extra dozen abilities. We're gonna just. Throw in yeah. whatevs. Yeah, whatever, whatever. That's sweet. I think. I don't know. Uh, we're gonna be sure. playing Commander next week, and we're not gonna be playing with any of these. Uh, <laughs> blessedly, <laughs> so. too, we're too broke. Yeah, that's right. We're on the fifty dollar budget. Yeah. Did we decide who's uh? Ho- uh we don't want to. We're not gonna tell anyone what commanders were so we're so any of the new commander gameplay shows we're going to spin off kind of as a mini series and call johnny what are we calling it tin street oh tin tin street mulligans that's right so if you see a tin street mulligans and we're going to go with a different like color motif so you could really it kind of stands out for the rest so you know everyone's doing uh edh paper gameplay so why not see us do it too because it's fun yeah, and it is we're fun. all stuck inside and if we can live stream this stuff yeah. yes yeah. yes yeah. i need to play more commander <laughs> oh my god i'm like this is I, t- I tweeted this one out this like extended weekends turning into hotel california but we're worse because you're doing so, a lot of cocaine no no it's, it's like there's there's no oh, we're no. running out of we're no. running out of wine it's like it's fine it's fine i'm fine fine it's like the whole i'm taking up crafts like building things in the yard sure. i'm fine it's totally sane oh man if i wasn't essential and i could actually stay home more than you know a day or two a week then i would be we'd be ramping up production on this shit i swear it would be fun <laughs> but uh yeah. well i ramped up production on a certain thing which we'll get to when yeah. my my time's here in like two minutes so coach where can everyone find you <laughs> oh there you go here we go uh, <laughs> all right so everyone can find me on the card bazaar youtube channel where we specialize in lore and i say we i mean really just me um but more the lore aspect along with the card anthology series and getting a history of the magic sets you can find me on Twitter by going to Coach at the Carbazar CC. You can also find me at thecarbazar.com, which somehow the website's still up, but it's there. <laughs> and like I just mentioned 30 seconds ago, guys, the project is officially done. Woo! The gathering is fully edited. Yay. It is done. It is actually all uploaded to YouTube. So if you are a patron... Um, you will get first access to the entire like Gathering Dark audiobook. So basically Joda's origin story. And then um, I'm going to try to release one or two like every day just to get it out there. But my patrons are going to basically have a whole week to enjoy the entire audiobook. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, the whole thing's done. Got actually the last five 
um, got actually the last five chapters done like today. So it was, oh, it was, that was a rough like four or five hours, like just in a row. Your voice so, still but, sounds syrupy smooth. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> that that brings that brings this channel up to three unofficial audiobooks. So yeah. the Brothers War, uh, Joda's origin story, and basically Yawmoth's and the Thran, the fall of the Thran. So three of like the biggest stories in like magic. So eventually we'll get to Weatherlight Yay. and all that fun. Yay. John's been waiting for like two years to for me to do like <laughs> one of those books. Another light saga in my life. It's so good. It's when magic story was, I don't know, when it had a story and it wasn't just spaghetti. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, PK, where can everyone find you, my friend? Everyone can find me on YouTube and Twitch, Pigs Kitten Plays, and on Twitter at PKP underscore magic. What do you got fun coming up? Um, just the regular right now. I don't have anything big or special or I didn't just read an entire book or anything. So <laughs> like sorry. Just, yeah. just my usual stuff going on right now. Very cool. Uh, next episode of Magic with Normie should be expected soon. Um, we don't have anything scheduled, but hopefully the next couple of weeks we'll try to get together and do one. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you as always for joining, Mr. Johnny Slivers, the producer. Mercury you can find me like here. You. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers. I'm keeping it really simple. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, if you want to talk <laughs> movies or magic with me, you can do so on Twitter at Wars I've Done. You can follow us at Tin ST Hooligans to talk about this show directly. You could follow me also on Film underscore Hooligans, where we just released the brand new episode talking about Frank Darabont. Today, Jason Alt and I's movie talk show. Uh, new cult of films coming up soon. That's going to have Chris from Bad Movie Night back on. We're talking about Darkman. Uh, old kind of superhero movie before superhero movies are cool. Uh, that's what's coming up on the channel. Uh, also, this will be kind of edited and released on the uh, They Said We Said YouTube channel as well shortly uh, in kind of chopped up in a couple segments. Thank you all in the chat for joining us tonight. Thank you to the patrons. Thank you to the followers in Twitch and all, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you and we'll see you next week for another commander paper throwdown called 10 street mulligans. Yay. 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 Let's do a raid. Did you, before you end it okay. over to Jana, how do I do it? So you just click raid a channel on your dashboard. Got it. And you type her. You can start typing her name in. Start Jana. Got it. Yeah, got Ooh. it. We're going to raid. Everybody go tell Jana that we said hi. Hi, bye. Super high. Bye. Hi, bye. Hi, bye. <laughs> we'll send our six people over. Woo. All right. Every little bit helps.